0: And welcome back to Directorial Disputes, the podcast where we give our unpopular film opinions and battle it out to decide whether they are deserving of their unpopular label. I'm James. I'm Josh. And this week's unpopular opinion comes from the blue corner. The corner that isn't me. After after a ribbing that I got last week from saying that superhero movies need to stop and ultimately losing the battle, Yes. Josh comes in with his unpopular opinion this week. And what is that unpopular
1: opinion, Josh? The 2001 A Space Odyssey is a beautiful, boring masterpiece.
0: <sighs> bold, bold words.
1: I mean... Is
0: it? Bold, bold words. But you know what? That's not how this works. I don't get to say what I want to say yet. You now have a period of time, however long you want it to be. And I will, I will do... The uh, gentlemanly thing, and even mute my microphone oh. so I can't shout and scream at you while you say what you want to say <laughs> to explain why your opinion, be it all, be it unpopular, um, shouldn't be. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll hand you the stage.
1: All right. Well. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, first time I watched this film was over lockdown. Uh, I, did a, I did a movie marathon of all of the things that I had and then didn't watch. And all of the other films, I was like, even even if they were a bit naff, I got through them. With 2001, I genuinely probably would have been more entertained by going to sleep. Um, so, don't get me wrong, as, as from the title, there are really good parts about this film. So I've 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 got it here. Like the, obviously, like the 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 song, like the music, iconic. The monkeys, they're iconic. The monolith is iconic. The the scene with with the tools again, iconic. That's one of the main things from this film. Really, it's iconic. And if you can tell, um, the bone transition where they throw it up. That's that's pretty cool. Um, the effects in it, obviously for the time, and still now, are really cool and really good. Um the set design, the soundtrack, the sound design, phenomenal. There's a that's the reason this film sticks around. But my main thing, which getting to the the reason I say boring, is because it just feels so long. It's it's two hours twenty-eight minutes. Most of which is just the opening black screen. Um which is like two minutes and 55 actually but of a black screen with just over it for some reason I guess it's supposed to be like an artistic it's like space but the rest well actually I'll get back to that but most of this film is space so I why they did that I don't I don't know it takes 20 minutes to get into space in this space movie this space Odyssey I mean it's a, Odyssey to get to the space. side, If that's what they meant by the title, it's it's really pretty. And I, like I'm going through my notes at this point in chronological order. So at this point, I said it's pretty, but is anything actually gonna happen? And if so, can it happen quicker? Um, uh. Oh, I was like, oh, an action scene where the uh, there's a door opening, and from the point where after you know the tool transition and we go into space. Tell me what happens from that point in the film to Pod Bay Doors because, quite frankly, I don't know. I've seen the film twice, I rewatched it today. I still, it was a blur. I don't know. There's just n- nothing happened. Uh, <laughs> I thought it could have just been that black screen actually because my brain is just not having it. Um, but. I think it's because the, the 2001 came out in 68, I think, and I get it, pacing in films back then was different, but quite frankly, if this film took, like, at a normal speed, if this is at a normal speed, this film wouldn't even be eligible for a short film nomination. Uh, I mean, the shortest film that won an Oscar, or got nominated, I think, or at least nominated for an Oscar, was a minute and 40 seconds, and quite frankly, I think this film would be over if people actually did things at a normal pace. Um, The briefing in the film, so the plot actually gets started 43 minutes into the film, and I know in space things move slow, well actually really quick, but people walk slow, if you couldn't tell. Forty-three minutes into a film, and it's like it should be the end of like the first act, and the plot only just starts then. What? It doesn't make any sense. Again, I think most of it was that black screen at the start, and then we change protagonist fifty-six minutes in, and you know Hitchcock's knocking at the door saying, "Can I have my plot twist back, please?" Um, like most films would have been like quicker to intro that. Like you'd start with the, you know, at the start with the briefing, and not 43 minutes in, and you wouldn't need to change the, you know, it's just, it doesn't make a huge amount of sense. Everyone talks really slowly, again, for no reason. Again, I don't know if that's, like, the acting of the era, probably. I mean, but I've seen films that people talk normally that came out in the 60s. So, again, I don't know if being in space means you talk slower, if that's what that means. Um, Apparently, during this point, looking at my notes, I had fun because I put LITTLE SPINNY MAN, and apparently that was the only thing that got me back into this film. Um, uh, And then, obviously, with the the pod, Bay Doors, I've just written in all caps, HE SAID THE THING. Um, He does say the thing, and... At that point, I still couldn't recount what had actually happened. Um, there's a f- th- uh, I know this is, again, completely unrelated, really, to the fact that the film is boring, but there's a flickering TV screen, and I honestly thought I was going to have a seizure. It, f- it's just flickering so like mad, and I don't know why they thought that was a good idea to keep in. It's not like it was supposed to be trippy. It's not an effect. It's just a TV screen. Um... But then something actually happens in this film. Something actually happens, and it's the weird, like, wavy... He goes through the thing, and it's the opening of Doctor Who. Um, They stole that. But, you know, cool effect, but it has been done on TV, like, years ago. Um, And, like, the trippy landscapes that go on for way too long, if any, like... Basically everything in this film takes forever. Forever. Um, and like, when he's going through, before he gets to the white, everything, where the rooms where he's old, he sees himself as an old man, and all of that. The it looks like someone's hit the saturation filter in Photoshop and ruined all their pictures. I don't understand why we see that landscape shot over and over and over again. For, again, way too long. Just like my explanation of why this film's boring, if you couldn't tell, I'm really padding it out for time. Um the ending is iconic. I should have put this on the prose list. In fairness, this is again a bit of the film I remember. So really, if anything, this film has three scenes. It's it's the opening, the the pod bay doors, and the and the end. That's it. Three scenes. What else happens in this film? When you when we get to the rebuttal after and you unmute your mic, I'm interested to know what happened in this film. Cause again, I don't know. Um so I, the, last, the last note I have on here is, is this film called 2001? Because it feels like it takes a year to watch. So I'm intrigued. know you can unmute your mic now.
0: I mean, now you've said enough about little spinny man and his black screen of death.
1: <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. Did you have your eyes shut for the entire film? I mean, I don't think I did, but quite frankly, it felt like it.
0: It's just outrageous. So your argument
1: here, so so, just reiterate what your opinion is. Everything, it should be, this film should be like an hour and a half. This, this film should be short. If this film was shorter, maybe, maybe like two hours. It's just too long. Everything, everything is slow. The pacing is what's wrong with this film.
0: Opinion is it's a beautiful film. And it looks really nice, and it's got yeah. a lovely
1: score, but it's just a bit
0: boring. It's boring. Saying? This this film has yes. all of the
1: pacing of
0: a painting. Josh, what are your thoughts on the film Rear Window? Ever seen it? Yes, I have seen it. Uh, do you know how long it is? I don't. I can't. I
1: say don't. I, do. I don't know. let's my say head,
0: no. let's say it's an hour and a half. It's an hour and a half of a man looking out of his back
1: window. Yeah, but with that, I'm I'm intrigued. Things happen. Why are you intrigued about that? And not but space? things actually happen in that. Things happen in this.
0: Do they? There's three scenes. Right. So right. No. 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 No.
1: No. no. <laughs> no. See, that actually, is... you're reenacting a scene from the film where they say just things re- again and again, just slowly, just to pad out for time.
0: I'm not. I'm not sure. What, I know what you mean about this whole slow thing. The whole film is slow. I mean the talking. I understand you think the film's slow. You had your eyes shut. <laughs> But here we are. The opening scene—you've said it's iconic, mm. and it is. It is. It is. And you've said the ending's iconic. Yeah. Which it is. And there's that one line that he says, yeah. which is iconic. Which I think is. Sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. That scene. And there's
1: three, Those three scenes.
0: That's the three. That's the three scenes, is it?
1: Yeah. Because I don't. Okay. I
0: can't. Well, anything else in, in
1: there? Nothing.
0: From from the standpoint of a sane human who knows that this is an amazing film, um, I can't disagree with you more. I just cannot. Don't get me wrong, right? There's there's some interesting choices in this film. It's Stanley Kubrick being Stanley Kubrick, um, and there's some really bizarre trivia about this film. Oh. So, so did you know that while making it? Um, Stanley Kubrick approached Lloyds of London to try and take out insurance against the fact that if extraterrestrial life was found during the filming of this film it wouldn't affect its sales or anything like that so he <laughs> he wouldn't lose any money um, they denied the insurance because that's I mean, always okay. and I think I think the other piece that I remember um, is that in its with people in your boat? People who are with you. These are your people. You should find my them people. and seek them out. At oh one boy. of the premieres after the intro, something like two hundred and fifty people just walked out.
1: Yeah, because it. They probably thought it was over. They probably thought the projector no. was broken. No, no, no. It was a black I'm gonna say it now.
0: I'm going to say it now, and this might be an unpopular opinion. It's 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 an Inception episode. I'm giving my unpopular opinion <laughs> while you are. Um... The
1: intro is better than the ending. What? The, the intro is in just a black screen of nothing? Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I kind of understand why it's there, but why is it so long? Because it's, obviously it's like it's, the dark, cold, empty abyss of space. I get that. That's what it's for, right? I
0: don't I I think it is, but, but I
1: think no one, no one here, so
0: you, neither you or I are claiming to understand the mind of Stanley Kubrick or what any of it I means. I don't think he knew. No. Um but i think the intro is just so good it really puts me on edge i'll be honest i watch it black screen i'm there this really bizarre music this bizarre humming and singing it just puts me on edge and it is a perfect a perfect introduction to the to the dawn of man sequence it is brilliant you have black screen nothing but this jarring music and jarring is going to be a big theme in, in my rebuttal for this because mm-hmm. it's just you know you've got this black screen and you're hearing nothing but these noises that almost make you uncomfortable mm-hmm. and i don't know why you're falling asleep maybe you've not got the, <laughs> the, the sound up high enough but you've got that and then you see the the earth you see the earth and yeah. then cut bang we're there dawn of man and there's these apes making equally jarring sounds, horrible sounds that almost make me want to turn it down. I'll yeah. be honest. They yeah. they almost makes you want to turn it down. And I just think that is so perfect for what's to come. It's that I'm already on edge and the film hasn't even really started. And then it starts and I just I'm just put so much on edge that as much as you say nothing happens. I'm not gonna say everything happens. I'm not saying it's a cut a minute. Mm. You know. Um so small amounts happen, but it's so effective in in its in its approach to this. You know, we've got we've got this music. We cut to the dawn of man, and we see these these monkeys being acted very interestingly by some very devoted actors. Um, you know, they're they're jumping about, and then and then suddenly we get to this this comparison between man and animal and the the need to kill. Hmm. Um, when we see the the leopard or similar animal kill a zebra and kill one of them yeah. before they discover the bone and you you get that really jarring scene from where we see man discover weaponry and yeah. it's it, i think it's so interesting that we see that that's the dawn of man it's not when we discover fire it's not when we discover i don't know how to grow crops or anything like that. It's the moment we learn how to kill effectively, and I think that is so jarring and ready for the next part mm. of the film that it just works so well.
1: I mean, yeah, I I I agree. It's just the fact that 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 sequence after the three decades of silence. I mean, not like the black screen and then. Woo noises. I... That sequence, great. And it's just... It's just the fact that, like, the rest of the film... It's it's just, like, amazing scenes. And, like, but padded across almost three hours. It's like a scene an hour at that point. Like... Because the rest of the... It's the rest of that film that just has... And again, I get, it. I get what you mean by like the, the the music is jarring. And yeah, sure, but three minutes really, like too long. Cut already. Like I'm, I didn't, I'm not expecting this to be whatever taken movie where it where they cut like fifty times for Liam Neeson to jump over a fence. That's not what I'm asking for. But I just don't understand why why that was the choice there. If it was just maybe even like half the time if it's like a minute and a half at top like yeah sure but nearly 3 minutes really it just seems a really odd choice for me
0: i can i can i can certainly understand why you think you know maybe it's too long this this i think i think it is all in in that idea of building this discomfort and i think in cinema a lot of the time we're treated to visuals and we're treated to everything moving everything grooving all the time <laughs> um you know everything's going on um every everything everywhere all at once is going on oh. um, that's a that's a different episode um <laughs> wait <laughs> uh, oh, no. that's a different episode um but no i think this is it's all about if we look at some of some of the movies that that at least that i've seen that are there to make people uncomfortable and i do genuinely think that that is part of part of this film's aim i think it's about um creating this discomfort level so that even the slightest even most simple actions in the film that might not be a huge explosion or might not be a death or this that or the other Mm. feel really visceral almost someone just saying a few words the iconic words of, we won't open the doors,
1: mm.
0: feel horrible. And I think it's because if we look at films like Thomas Vinterberg's Feston, there's so much silence. Yeah, And I think sat in a cinema or sat at home in silence, forced to just look at whatever is on screen, it's kind of horrible, I think, a lot of the time. I mean, think it, it's uncomfortable. And I think even though we're not sat in silence, I think the fact that we're forced to just sit look at a black screen and hear nothing but those horrible musical voices
1: mm.
0: makes me feel so uncomfortable that later on when I hear that music again when the group of them go to approach the monolith for the first yeah. time I am so on edge mm. I'm so on edge it's it's nothing but them approaching a glorified gravestone yeah they're, they're approaching a glorified paving slab <laughs> and I feel on edge all because of this music that I've been forced to sit with.
1: But would you say that that scene wouldn't be as impactful? The same music, because I agree that that music is something else. If you didn't have that at three minutes at the start, would that not be as effective? Or if even, okay, let's not say it wasn't there at all. If it was cut down by about half, are you saying that that wouldn't have the same impact?
0: I genuinely don't think it would. I think the fact that I have to sit there for so long um, it's almost like when you tell a joke and people don't laugh, and you're forced to just that. That minute feels so long. I'm not sure if it is three minutes. Have you t- did you time it? I timed it. It was two minutes fifty-five. Two minutes fifty-five. Yeah. That two minutes fifty-five feels like an eternity.
1: It does. The whole film I, as a whole. Well, oh, that, 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 that is just outrageous. <laughs> that is just outrageous.
0: It feels like an eternity, and I think that is so effective. And I think it's very. It's a, certainly a brave choice. And Mm. Stanley Kubrick is nothing but not a brave man. Um, But I I just, I think it's so effective. And I think to say that nothing happens throughout the rest of the film, all you can remember, don't get me wrong, there's iconic moments. There's Uh, iconic moments. You know, you've got the monkeys, you've got the, he says the door thing, and then we've got big baby. Um, (laughs) Exactly. Three. What else? And that's fine. There's so many other Tell bits, me. you know. Like I said, you know, we've got we're we're going to see the monolith for the first time, and then we suddenly see this space age that we we see this space age that we're in, where you know it seems absolutely crazy because I think the year's 1992 or something. It's something it's like absolutely insane. But you know, we see this space age and we're setting up in that, and we see how things function there, and that's that's really interesting mm. in itself. And then you've got things, so you see. I don't don't know, I don't remember. Hibernation is a thing. They've used the idea of hibernation that is still used to... Have you seen Interstellar? It's the entire premise. It's insane. Like, this film did so much for sci-fi.
1: Oh, yeah. At no point did I say that this film doesn't deserve the impact that it had on all of, like, the sci-fi genre in general. And, I mean, I'm kind of jumping ahead a little bit to my conclusion about this film, but for me, this is the Citizen Kane of sci-fi, in that, not in in the sense that, because that term is always used of, like, it's the best thing about it. I mean it in the sense that people say they've seen it, they haven't, they've just seen bits, and they're like, oh, yeah, I know what I'm on about, and they just say, yes, I've seen it, because it's this big, huge thing that if you say you haven't seen it then you, you, especially coming from a film like course this and citizen kane are like the two if you've not seen it why are you here kind of films
0: uh, so you think
1: that how
0: iconic it is grown is sort of outgrown how how effective it actually is you think you think that people go into it that people have blown it out of proportion that you expect so much from it, and you go watch it, and you go, you know what, this is good, but it's not that good. Is
1: I that, think is those, that I argument? think those three scenes are just as good as everyone says they are. The rest of the film, uh-huh. nah.
0: So are you are you suggesting that without the rest of the film, those three scenes would be just as good?
1: Probably. I mean, they're the only things I remember about the film, so probably.
0: No again, way. like
1: again, right? So. I don't know if this is, like, it's, I'm not saying every film course, obviously, but I, on mine, we would, like, if we're just analysing scenes for, like, how effective they are, that Dawn of Man scene is one, and I can tell you now, we did not include that two minutes and 55. We started from, like, the the planet shot, up until it, you know, it transitions into space. That, the rest of the film, we didn't do the rest of the film, it was just that, and... Yeah, it's just as effective. I mean, in fairness, the start helps. And those other scenes, obviously, to say, like, yes, there'd be... You can't say that about any film, really, that those scenes would be just as effective out of context in that they wouldn't make any sense. But... I I think, with, like, the atmosphere that this film has, don't get me wrong, great. Should not take two and a half hours, though...
0: I just I cannot (laughs) believe that I cannot believe it. it is so precise and I know you're going to say it's not precise because it's nearly three hours long (laughs) but it is so precise in that this scene where literally all is said is that some doors won't be opened feels so gut-wrenching it is insane and we've got a man saying the same thing over and over again. And you just feel a bit more sick every time he says it. And then the words, it can't be done are said, and there's no response. It's just a facial expression. And because of the, how jarring that difference throughout the film is, we we see, we see moments of really loud and then really quiet and then really loud and really quiet. And obviously sound has a lot to play Mm. in this film, but, you know, we see moments of really impactful and a little bit more slow. But it's all about building that environment of this is real and this is the reality of of things. And so when you've got a man who's just, it's just on his face, the shot is just on his face, close up on his face, and you know how horrible it feels right now. And it's not a case of, oh, it's horrible that he's locked out. It's horrible that this system that has been designed to to protect and help and serve suddenly is making its own decisions. And that is just gut wrenching. And I think if you were to cut the film down by even 30 minutes. I'll take that back. If, if you were to cut <laughs> the film down. no, if you were to cut the film down by an hour, I just don't think you're going to have that effect. I don't think that you're going to have that effect where a man in complete silence is having to hold his breath while he flies through a ship or while, because he's had to open it a different way or how I don't think it's going to have the effect when Hal is being turned off and his voice is slowly getting lower and lower while he sings Daisy. Mm. It's just, it's, it's almost perfect in its pacing, I would say. Oh.
1: Oh, oh. <clears throat> oh, right! Wow. Okay.
0: I'm not saying it's not a challenging watch, and I'm not saying it's a. I fancy something easy. It's either this,
1: or it's, yeah. It's not a, like a Sunday afternoon. Pokemon or.
0: Detective Pikachu. <laughs> you know, it's it's right. not here or there, but it's right. you know, I think for what it's trying to do, I think it just does it so well, and I think the length is not something that I would critique this film for. There are the, the no film is perfect. There are definitely mm-hmm. parts that I would uh, take out. Like I personally would say that I don't really like how long the ending scene is. I think that is the only part of the film that I think is a bit too long. Really? Um, yeah, I think I think it's a bit too indulgent. I'll be honest. So that, for example, or the fact that they've got a main character
1: called Dave. Um, you know, <laughs> what are you? Just... Are you, saying, you know, you know what? This sort all of minions like. Both called Dave Protagonists. <laughs> and I know which one
0: is... An Certainly on the one. same I level. Mean, and yeah, Stanley Kubrick, it will be so happy that you've made that comparison. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He's going to be so glad that his his film prowess has boiled down to 2001 A Space Odyssey
1: or Minions. I think I just I just had my master's degree revoked. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I just, I just... I just feel like I don't... I get why, in a sense... Why it's as long as it is. Because I feel like it kind of ties in with st- like the whole space thing and he's having to go through this and you're kind of struggling with him. At which point this film arguably could be used as a like torture device because you've got to suffer with him. So it's no, just no, 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 no. I'm, no. Not, no, I'm In, sorry it, like, No, you, you had your two... with no. him because you're no, suffering no, no, as well. No,
0: this is the first time I'm going to shout at you. And I'm <laughs> not going to let... you've had your two minutes. Did you just call this film a torture device? I, uh... Are you crazy? <laughs> are you serious? No, no, no. I will not have that. There are films out there that are torture devices. Joss Whedon's Justice League is one of them. But, you know, the fact that 2001 A Space Odyssey, you've just killed a torture device, is outrageous. Okay. That is absolutely oh. outrageous. And I know, I know there, there are so many people out there that will agree with me there, that this is nowhere near that bad. Nowhere near that I'm bad. I'm not saying the quality it's... of the
1: film, in that sense, you know, that from a from a narrative point of view. I will change it from torture Device method to endurance test of how long can you keep your eyes open for? Because it's just again, like it's one of them films that I can't. I feel it feels bad to say these things out loud. I would like to preface that, like I get that what I'm doing is essentially the wrong. same level as committing a wrong, vile point, and wrong. But I just and I wouldn't. It's not like I say I want to get rid of this film because again I said up top that this film has. Way more positives than negatives. It's just the fact that this film, again, is put up on that such a high pedestal, and it's perfect. And obviously it inspired so many other things. And I'm just saying I would rather watch the things it inspired than this. It's one of those... Oh, originally, when I when I watched this for the first time, I think I actually messaged you and said that it was a tough watch, and it, it was like a one and done. It's like, I've, I can say that I've seen it. Not... Really, ever again.
0: I remember you messaging me and saying, I'm watching 2001 A Space Odyssey, and I was so excited, because honestly, it's just so effective. And then three hours later, I got a message <laughs> going, God, that was... Oh, what a oh, never again. And here we are, you've had to watch it I've again. I've had to watch it uh, uh, All for the content. But I just... Can I just reiterate? This film was made in 1968.
1: I know. I'm not... I'm like, not...
0: like, how? There's so many things in it. I, if nothing else it should be you should be able to just appreciate how incredible some of the stuff this film does is I, and don't get me wrong I like we said it's not a perfect film no there's no no means is it perfect but there's so much that it does that you should just be able to go you know what i'll take the extra 40 minutes that i didn't necessarily want to watch yeah. because that right there is impressive i have no clue how they did the space scenes I have... Techni- technically, I have no clue. And I think that is just... But I'm not if saying nothing I else, don't appreciate that. You it's... should concede on the fact that this is just <laughs> this walked so Interstellar could run.
1: Again, I like I said, the, the set and the art design, incredible. The sound design, phenomenal. The effects. So, like you say, the space stuff. Um, I'm fairly sure, like... I can't remember where I saw it, but how they did like the floating pen at the start of the film as well, or that could have been like three fifths of the way through with how long that opening was. But like, I'm fairly sure that was like, it was like rotating like a huge bit of glass or something. I can't quite remember how they did it. It's crazy. It's crazy. Don't get me wrong. It, this film, it, it made special effects this huge thing, and they advanced it. I appreciate that. I'm not saying I don't. This, what this has done for the sci-fi genre in general, amazing, but I can appreciate that from a distance, preferably not watching the film.
0: Well, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna before I explode. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to move on to the moment where we give our three points, and argue in just three points why this should be a popular or unpopular opinion. And if you could reiterate what your opinion is, if you could just give your opinion once more, so we're all fully aware of how wrong you are.
1: Alright, so... I think this film is a boring, beautiful masterpiece. And my reasoning, or, like, my, my takeaway from this, really, is that, yes, it deserves... It deserves that praise that it gets. It, it's iconic and it changed the genre. Okay? I will give you that. I'm not trying to take that away from you. However, if it was like half an hour shorter, I think I would love this film. I think. Maybe. It's just, it's just, it feels if you took out bits all the way through, I'm not saying like chop off the ending or anything like that, but if it was slightly shorter, again, I th- I think you're right in saying that an hour, too much, because it it needs that time to set up the atmosphere of it. I'll give you that. But there's a lot of it that's just so slow. Again, you chop out half an hour. Perfect. Um, and because and but I like people are too scared to say. I think that's what that is. That people are too scared to say this out loud that this has kind of become the the citizen kane of sci-fi in that everyone says they've seen it but have they actually and it's it's up there to sort of say this is this perfect film when it actually like actually it's it's all right like <laughs> it just because it had such a massive effect is it actually as good and i would say Well,
0: there's certainly some final points. I'm going to have to give mine because I just can't let you get away with this, if I'm honest. I think, you know, the reason this should remain unpopular, and my God, it should. I think to try and rush a film like this just ruins it. I think, you know, this film takes its time. It builds its discomfort and it builds this atmosphere where even a pin drop feels gut-wrenching. And that's something that this film needs. Um, I think, you know, if we were to lose that, if we were to cut it down, if we were to take an hour or 40 minutes from this film, I think that's gone. I think so much of that just becomes nothing. And I just, I don't think you can come at this and say, nothing happens because while the detail might be small and, it's not all crashes and bangs um, and flashes of light. Things happen and scenes play out to create the impact that's needed in those later scenes. And I think finally, my final point, I think if nothing else, out of respect, you need to, (laughs) for this film, this film that is so iconic and has done so much for, not just sci-fi as a genre, for the film industry, of her filmmaking as a whole a film that came out in 1968 1968 i think if anything if nothing else if i cannot convince you that this film is a perfect length i think out of nothing but respect you should give mr kubrick 40 minutes of your time for the beauty that he created and what he did for the industry with this film
1: I mean, I came into this knowing that I wasn't going to win anyway, um, and I think this is definitely the most like egregious opinion that I have, I, like that I know is just wrong. Um, and I think it's certainly one that's going to going
0: to cause an uproar. But I think I don't think I think you'll be surprised that there will definitely be people out there who are going to agree with you. Uh, yeah, and but to my... those people, I say please leave. <laughs> Find the exit.
1: Um... My my thing though is that. It's not like I go into this film being like, well, where's the explosions? And where's the, like, um, that's not what, I know that's not what this is. It's it's just that I'm not saying that I don't want to, as you said, like, the pin drop being gut-wrenching. I mean, I'm, that is, like, the closest thing to, like, an action scene, really. But Like, I, I know this film isn't really, that would be like going into something like a character drama or something and expecting, you know, big explosions and building, you know, that sort of thing. I know that's not what this is. But give me something. <laughs> give me, come on!
0: And I'm afraid on this occasion I can't. And you haven't convinced me. I
1: I knew I probably wouldn't, but just, just as a kind of final wrap-up there is that I felt as old as he looks by the end of watching this film. And that,
0: that is an opinion that can send you into the shadows, young man.
1: I gathered. Get that
0: unpopular opinion Wrap it up and keep it to yourself. (laughs) That's that. It remains unpopular. Stanley Kubrick and his 2001 A Space Odyssey isn't too long, or at least we don't think so. What do you think? Let us know over on our social media,
1: which are? Uh, On Twitter, it's at DisputePod, and Instagram, it's directorial underscore disputes.
0: And now I'm off to send Josh some anonymous hate letters.
1: Well, I mean, it's interesting because we're 1-1 now, two episodes in. So... 1-1. I don't Come know where we're going to be on the next episode.
0: Going to have to bring it back. Well... Going to have to bring it back. I've got, I can't let someone with those sort of opinions So <laughs> we'll have to see you next week. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Bye.